What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Dream a Little, the podcast that's all about helping you feel confident about APDL so that you can enjoy it with your significant other. I'm your host, Lo. Thank you so much for listening. I know, I feel like I say this a lot, but today is one of my favorite episodes because I really found our guest, John, to be relatable, funny, and entertaining while also giving really valuable and honest information and advice about opening up. I feel like unlike a lot of ABDLs, it seems like John's not afraid to talk about his ABDL side with potential partners. So we're going to dive into where that confidence comes from and how he approaches the conversation in a super casual, at times self-deprecating for the sake of humor, but also serious way. So stay tuned because you're going to love this episode. As always, if you enjoy it and you want to reach out to John or follow along with him on social media, you can find all his info in the show notes of this episode at thelittlelounge.com slash 149. On that same page, you'll also find a video of my latest Nurturing Mommy roleplay. So if you want to experience what it's like to be my little, you don't want to miss that. Again, you can find all this at thelittlelounge.com slash 149. All right, I won't make you wait any longer. Let's get started. What's up, John? Welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Great. Well, I'm really excited to get to know you a little bit better here. So can you tell us what you identify as within the ABGL community? I, I guess it would be like DL. I don't know. I've, I've never really gotten like really into like all the different classifications and, and stuff like that. You know what I There's mean? There's a lot of acronyms, right? <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... I guess, I guess the way I would explain it is how I have explained it to like partners in the past, which is I just, for whatever reason, have like an object fetish. And in my case, it happens to be like diapers instead of, you know, shoes or, you know, paddles or whatever it might be. Okay. I really like what you did there. Object fetish. Okay. Yeah. It kind of makes it a separate thing than, you know, just bunching yourself into this term ABDL where it's right. so vast, you know, and there's so many different ways to do it. And a lot of people want to be babies and stuff. And okay. Sure, so yeah, yeah. you make it more about the object than, than anything else. Absolutely. It's sort of like, um, I mean, there's definitely more to it. I mean, you know, sexuality can be extremely, or it is extremely complex, but like in a nutshell, like I like me looking at, you know, a woman in a diaper is very similar to like lingerie. Yeah. I mean, that's got to be still confusing for some girls out there, right? I would imagine. Like partners. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. So have you always just approached the subject like that? Like kind of you seem very sure of no. who you are and you know, at sure. This point. Well, I appreciate that. I, I definitely, definitely a lot of trial and error led to kind of where I'm at right now. I think in the past, I've not done a very good job sort of putting it out there. I've accidentally done a okay job putting it out there. By accident? <laughs> like more recently. Yeah. I mean, cause it's like, you don't know what you're doing. You're like, uh, try this. And then right. you're looking back on it now and you're like, well, that was probably the right way to do that. But you didn't know that you just yeah. were kind of, you know, swinging blind. And then here recently, I think I've really kind of got a pretty good handle on it. I've had, you know, a, a lot of success, which is part of the reason I, I reached out to you. Yeah. 
So how many times would you say you've had this conversation? <laughs> Let's see. I have brought this into like every relationship I've had as an adult, which would be five now. And then in a couple casual relationship like encounters, you know, and nothing, it's never gone like terrible. It's just gone like various degrees from like excellent to like, okay. Okay. That's pretty good. Sure. Yeah. Nothing devastating then, which is great. Yeah. I, I, I think part that. of it. Is, right. Well, I mean, I, I just kind of, I think me personally, I sort of lucked out in like in the beginning when I didn't really know what I was doing. I, I was just lucky in that a lot of the women that I ended up in relationships with were very, they were like pretty sexually open. And so I think it's definitely a lot easier in those types of situations than otherwise. Is that really luck, though? I, or did you intentionally <laughs> no, seek no, out people? No, no, I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I think I, I think that is definitely part of it. Like, I, I, I think I'm a pretty, like, adventurous person in general. And I definitely bring that into the bedroom as well. And so, like, when I start seeing someone, I start you know, kind of like exploring their sexual boundaries, like pretty quickly. And I, I think, you know, unless the person is bringing like a lot to the table outside of the bedroom, if, if, you know, I'm getting like a lot of pushback right away in the bedroom, then usually things will kind of fizzle out. That's great. I feel like that's important is like to to not only wonder if like you're a good fit for that person, but to see if they're a good fit for you, you know, like. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, it's, I, I've had this analogy in my head like uh, a couple weeks ago and it's sort of like the way I look at disclosing or however you want to call it, like, you know, talking about this with your partner is kind of the same way as I, I, I think about like a marriage proposal. Like, when you when you bring it up, you should kind of already know what the answer is going to be. You kind of you know do, I mean? right? I feel like a lot of people do. Like they have a feeling right. at least. Like this is something this person could understand, or definitely, probably not. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Like I, I definitely don't think it should be. Like in both cases, it definitely shouldn't be like a shot in the dark. Like I don't know. Let's see what's going to happen. Like I, I think you should probably have kind of felt things out to the point of where it's like almost a formality, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's not like, well, hopefully you're not having this conversation on like a blind date or something, you know, like on the first no, where you don't know anything no. well, about I mean, them and you're of, like, <laughs> that's kind yeah, of a shot sure. in the dark right there. Right. <laughs> it's like, well, I, well. I did once, oh. but it was, yeah, it, it's kind of cheating though, because it was like, like we were hanging out because of that reason. You know what I mean? No. Wait, what do you mean? <laughs> oh, sure. Okay. I, 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 I mean, it was like seven, eight years ago now. And I can't even really remember what the site was called, but it, it's like I had met someone from the same area as me on one of those like, oh. like, like fetish, or I think it was even just like a, like a specific, like a diaper website. And hey, you know, we messaged back and forth for like a couple <laughs> of weeks. And then the first time we hung out, it was sort of like, you know, it's like we talked about it, but like I said, it's cheating. It's like, we already kind of met in that context right so it's already on the table at that point so it's, right it's very right, right, different right. than if someone were to hook you up on a mm -hmm. blind date and then you're like so i have to tell you yeah. something about me a little interesting <laughs> fact about me <laughs> which that was actually a great lesson in and of itself because it's 
it's like we definitely like we had a lot of fun that night and then like a handful of other times after that but like we just had nothing in common Mm -hmm. otherwise and it was a really nice like demonstrator of like oh like this can't be the thing you build a relationship off of definitely like it kind of it kind of has to be the other way around you know you need both you need both sides yeah i think there's definitely a middle ground for sure okay so let's talk about the time that it went excellent Sure. Let's see. What time to do the best? Pretty much. I mean, so I guess every time I've ever like brought it up, yeah, I would say it, it's always just been like, oh, okay. And I guess what I qualify as like, you know, went okay, went good, went great was to, is like how much they took to it after the fact. Yeah. You know, so I would say the time that it went the best, it was definitely early on in my experience of coming out with this. And so I, I made a lot of mistakes. Like I, I definitely built it up. Like it was a really big deal. And I think we got like really drunk the night <laughs> that I brought it up and I uh, just kind of like went for it. Yeah. But you know, it's like I, I brought up earlier, I was just really lucky in that she was like a really sexually like adventurous person and was like, yeah, cool. Okay. And she, she really took to it. And I think, she enjoyed it quite a bit to the point of where like even after we broke up it's like you know after you have a breakup you still kind of have that weird gray area where you're still in communication (laughs) yeah exactly yeah exactly and to the point of where like we were completely like broken up and she would still like send me pictures of herself you know like wearing and things like that like you know months and months and months after the relationship had been over wow so you got her to like it too yeah it's like I definitely have no illusions. Like, I'm sure she's not doing it, you know, now. I, I don't but, think I, I like, completely unlocked this thing. But, I mean, she definitely, like, enjoyed it. I think she definitely got to a point where she was really turned on by, like, sharing that with me. That's great. Okay, so how do you go from having this conversation to getting someone to try it? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe... That was kind of part of the mistakes I was making early on is like the conversation was let's try it. You know what I mean? Definitely like the first couple of times it was just sort of like I would just I would just get drunk and then mention like, oh, yeah, there's like this really like kind of wacky thing about me that's out there. But you know what I mean? I just I built it up too much. And then it was always like, well, are you ever going to tell me this thing? Are you going to tell me this thing? And then. You know, it would just be like, we would get home from the bars or get home from like going out or something like that and be like, here's a diaper. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> what kind of diaper yeah. are we talking about here? <laughs> oh, I don't even, I think like back in the day when I, I very first I, were getting into this relationship, it was just stuff you would get from like Walmart or like Walgreens. Like a pull up or something? Oh, no, no, no. Just like actual like actual diapers, but the ones that you would get at like a drugstore, like, uh, like depends, like that kind of thing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I definitely, I, I've definitely refined my tastes since then. Don't worry. <laughs> I was really worried. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah, it was basically just like, okay, so, you know, here's the thing. Like, I think it's hot when, you know, women are wearing diapers for whatever reason. Anyway, right. here's a diaper. <laughs> <laughs> and that worked. Yeah, it never. I mean, it's never not worked. Uh, wow. There's definitely, there's definitely been like situations where 
it's like, oh, we're not going to talk about that for a little while. And then we kind of like ease back into it like properly. Right. You know, when you're not drunk. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Well, the funny, well, here's the funny thing about doing it that way is it's like, even if she's drunk and she's like, yeah, you know, like whatever. Yeah. Put it on me. If you think that's hot, let's do it. But she's like drunk at the time. And then she wakes up sober and is like, oh, right. <laughs> like the reality about of what like, happens, uh, that's it. <laughs> right, exactly. Talk about those like, like, oh man, like had such a crazy night last night. And it's like, oh, you have no idea. <laughs> you like almost think it was a dream. You're like, did yeah. I dream that that happened? <laughs> yeah. I, I, woke up, I woke up at some guy's house wearing a diaper. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. Okay, so it's 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 a funny thing, right? Like we're laughing about it right now. When you're in sure, the moment, yeah, like you and both have you a have sense to, of humor about it, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's so so important. That's so important. And to anyone listening, I would definitely recommend like there's like stand up stand up comedians out there, especially like um, you know, like I think Jim Norton's probably one of the most high profile examples, but they're very like sexually deviant. Like they're into a lot of really really kind of out there stuff. And if you listen to them, you know, doing like podcasts or even just like their stand-up comedy, like the way that they so casually and like confidently talk about it to the point of where they even are self-deprecating about it, I think is a really, really important lesson for anyone looking for like advice about this kind of thing. Because the the way, it, it's like the way that they act like it's no big deal to the point of that they can joke about it. I think people will pick up on that and then, you know, kind of mirror, mirror that, you know? I love that so much because it's so true. Like, let's be real. It's silly. (laughs) It is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. An adult putting on a diaper. Like, imagine if that situation was like super serious and you're like, okay, this is how you do it. And like, no one's laughing. Like, you got to make it fun. And sometimes that's at the expense of yourself, right? (laughs) Definitely. Yeah. I mean, definitely like, you know, at first, I I would say, you know, depending on like the tastes of the people involved, like there's a little bit of like role playing and like there can be like sternness and seriousness to it. But it's the same thing as like, you know, like no one wants to watch a video of themselves having sex. They're just like, oh, gosh, like, (laughs) like. You know what I mean? It's just like, oh man, you're so self-serious. Like, oh look, you did your little move there, like eye roll. You know what I mean? I and sense it's like, you've seen yourself you can, having sex quite a bit. <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, yes. But I, I guess the point is, it's like it, you can be very, like, very self-serious and into it in the moment as part of like enjoying it, and then kind of laugh about it after the fact. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I love that. I love that so much. Okay, so we're making it fun. We're like not making it a big deal, you know. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. sure. I love it. Okay, so um, I go ahead. The most recent um, relationship that I've been in, which I think was probably, I mean, oh, geez, it's like the final boss of introducing this type of stuff to a relationship because she was like absolutely the least sexually adventurous, like not at all. But you know, she's an amazing person right. and you know it just kind of like that's why I, I kind of had the caveat earlier of like unless someone's bringing like a lot to the table outside of the bedroom and this girl really really was and so you stuck in there and you know we'd been dating for like six or seven months and I was starting to kind of like let it slip a little bit drinking of like oh yeah you know it's like sort of like 
foreshadowing it, which is definitely a mistake. And I'm aware it's a mistake at this point, but I, I would still kind of like, you know, it's like you're drinking and loose lips, that kind of a thing. It's hard and then, not to, yeah. like, yeah. So the thing that turned this into <laughs> like the final boss of uh, bringing this up is I was out to dinner with her and her friends one night, and her friends are single. And one of her girlfriends was telling a horror story of the night before where some guy she's been casually seeing who she's really into, like, and I never really got it clear what exactly happened because it's like you don't want to seem too interested, <laughs> but definitely came out to her something about diapers. Like either he liked them or he wanted her to like them or, or something. <sighs> and they were just like, cackling and like oh my god like what a weirdo and you know it's just like watching your partner just like laughing being like oh my god like what a freak like blah 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 you're just like oh man, man. like had it not been that had it not been this girl like that probably would have just been the end of the relationship it's right. like yeah it's like oh boy this is just this conversation is just literally never gonna happen but like i said she was amazing so i stuck it out and i think because of the fact that I, you know, like to a large degree did everything right in how I finally like discussed it with her. She was fine. She was, she was definitely like, wow, this is weird. But yeah, if, if you are into it and that's, you know, that's your thing then I'll, I'll definitely give it a try. And, uh, yeah, she definitely like, she got into it. She went for it. Did you use that conversation at dinner with her girlfriends as oh i did yeah 100 <laughs> yeah i was like hey so you know how i like a couple of times i got drunk and was saying that there's like some really crazy thing i need to tell you remember that conversation you had with your, your girlfriends and you could just see her face like oh my god i'm like no, no no here hear me out hear me out you know and so you just kind of oh god you just got to casual it so hard you know what i mean you got to casual it you really yeah. do yeah <laughs> And it's kind of this weird fine line you have to walk, or at least the way that I approach it, where it's like, this is like totally no big deal, but also like kind of a big deal. You do right. know what I mean? Like, it's, it's definitely like, something that I'm very into, but it's not right, like right. the end of the world if you don't want to try it. Like, I really want you to, but exactly. like, it's not that big of a deal, but it is, but it's not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not you saying don't wanna... this relationship definitely won't work if you're not into this, but, but it probably, probably won't work. Won't work. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so true. Because like you want to make like play it cool, but you yeah, don't want to yeah, yeah, play yeah. it too cool to the point where you're like, you don't need to be involved in this at all. And it's I'll such be a fine. funny, <laughs> yeah, it's such a funny conversation because you're like, listen, it's just it's just a thing, like just kind of a little fetish. It's no big deal. <laughs> And in your head, you're like, and if you don't answer correctly, this also might be the end of the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Caveat here. I really yeah, yeah. hope you'll you'll be accepting because right. no, it's true. And, and I think that is really important to talk about is I feel like a lot of people don't really like consider ending the relationship when that conversation goes bad. And that's when you get stuck. Well, I don't want to say stuck, but you end up committed to someone who clearly does not like what you do and wants sure. nothing to do with it and then you know people kind of i know i have in the past is like well i'll just stay with this person anyways because this isn't that important to me but it's yeah, like I, it is yeah. though right i think you kind of have to I, I definitely it's just like relationships in general like you know all that stuff about like 
like like don't don't try to find someone to love you until you love yourself you know yeah. it's like don't don't go out and try to find someone to accept this part of you if you haven't accepted it yeah. yourself yet you know yes when i think kind of getting back to the like take it or leave it attitude i think that touches on something else that i think is super important which is like it's <laughs> so it's funny because this is so like easily overlooked by people but it's like just be a really desirable partner otherwise yes you, you know what i mean like like go to the gym be in you know up like just don't be in terrible shape like be an attentive partner like be good at having conversations like like be a really good boyfriend and then if you're a really good boyfriend and you introduce this they're like well this isn't ideal, but you know, you're great. So, hey, let's do it. If you're like an awful partner and bring this up, it's like that can easily become the last straw, you know? 100%. I love that. And you mentioned that in the beginning of our conversation, which was yeah. bring something to the table, you know, otherwise. And, you know, this girl was amazing for you. Like you would even consider, you know, maybe being with her even if she wasn't into it. I and would have considered continuing to try to wear her down. <laughs> <laughs> you got to, though. Like, I feel like yeah. a lot of times it's just kind of normal with ABDLs for a lot of people to have a partner who doesn't like it. And it's it's really hard. Yeah, and I, I definitely. Yeah, I feel I feel so much for those people. I, I really, truly do. But then at the same time, you know, there's definitely a part of me that's like, Oh man, how did you let it get that far? <laughs> like yeah. you hear some of these stories about like, you know, I I, uh, I introduced it to my wife and it, and it went terribly and you're like, oh, I honestly, truly, like my heart goes out to those people. But then you're also like, you got married first. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh man, like how? On, you gotta, you gotta cross that bridge. I mean, there, there's definitely a gray area between first date and marriage, you know? Yeah. yeah. There's some time in between. I mean, usually. I, I, I <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I guess at the bare, at the bare minimum, I, like if I had to give someone like very actionable, like practical advice, it would be the thing that I mentioned earlier is like, even if it's stuff that you're not necessarily really into, I, I definitely would recommend when people are out there kind of like reaching the point of relationship where you're starting to like sleep with the other person to start testing, you know, just testing boundaries, you know, like does she like getting her hair pulled a little bit? Like, does she like, you know, like having her hands pinned behind her back, just little things like that. Like just kind of, you know, if, if you go to like smack a girl lightly on the butt and then she like is super not okay with it, that's probably not a great sign. No, definitely not. Yeah. yeah. It's like you said earlier, it's like there will be signs and you will probably have some idea of how they're going to react. Right. Exactly. If you're in a relationship with that person, like you might not know the extent of whether or not they'll like they'll absolutely love it or just be okay with it, but you'll probably know. And I think it also depends on like your relationship with that person and how yeah. close you are. I guess another way to think of it is kind of going back to what I said about like the marriage proposal thing, like don't bring it up unless you know what the answer is going to be. It's like try as much as you can to make it unsurprising for them to hear. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like, you know, if you're already a really adventurous person, uh, oh, here's another thing that I've actually gone out of my way is I never like <laughs> I almost hate saying this term, but it's such a good term to like summarize it is I never kink shame. Like, oh yeah. If we're watching a movie or a TV show or she's telling me a story and even if she's trying to tell me the story in a context of like, isn't this so funny? 
I kind of go out of my way to shrug and be like, I don't know. People are into what they're into, you know? I'm definitely the and, same way. I love that. Yeah. And so it, it, you definitely like, it's all these little things that kind of lay a groundwork to where if you do it correctly, when you come out and say, you know, I, I have a fetish where I get really turned on seeing girls wearing diapers. They're sort of like, huh. All right. Like, you know, it's like, I, I, I'm not, I can't say I'm completely surprised. Exactly. I hear that so often on the show too, from people who, um, I mean, sometimes they wait years into the relationship to like finally yeah. say something and the partner's like, well, I kind of had, a, I kind of knew already. Yeah. Like, I'm not really that surprised. Like you could have just, what's the big deal? Why don't you just say something earlier? Like you've dropped so many hints. Yeah. <laughs> I know? mean, as far as the waiting goes, it's just, that always struck me as something that's very like unfair to the partner. I think so too. Especially when you you're know, talking so about like, marriage. Like, oh yeah. I mean, even just like letting someone fall in love with you. And then all of a sudden, yeah. And then all of a sudden being like, Hey, there's this like a huge part of my sexuality that I've not disclosed that you are going to more than likely find very out of the ordinary, if not outright bizarre. Yeah. And to kind of like drop that as a bombshell is like I said, I think it's, you know, it's a little unfair to the other person. It's almost like you, I don't want to say you trapped them, but like, no, I mean, like that's, that's kind of a harsh term, but I think there's an argument that, that is the case. It's like, now that I know you're emotionally invested, let me, you know, let me drop a bomb on you. Yeah. I mean, I know, I get it. It's not easy to talk about this for a lot of people. Sure. So I do have sympathy, but that probably is how your partner feels when you don't disclose that early on in the relationship. Yeah. And I think maybe part of the work to be done is to kind of make it something that you can easily talk about. No, I mean, it's never going to be like at the end of the day, it's still like your sexuality and regardless, like that's a private thing, but like kind of like the self-acceptance thing, like just being able to have like a conversation about it at all, yeah. uh, I think is super important. You know what I mean? Like getting, like getting to a point where it's like, oh yeah, it's just something I'm into and I can talk about it. And not feel super ashamed or weird or. Exactly. Or like, even like, if you do feel ashamed, like you can kind of like low key, like you, you don't act like it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it's like. I mean, that's the thing is if like, if you're not ashamed of it, then no one can shame you. Do you know what so I mean? True. It's like, that. that's sort of like, that's like the, the mastery level is if you like are truly like, like completely deep down inside, you're like, yeah, I don't know. People are into weird stuff. It's, that's life. That's how it is. And then it's like, you know, it's like, so, so, so like some of my friends have found out about this in a roundabout sort of way. And I think there was a time in my life that that would be completely devastating and I definitely don't love it, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. But I think if you can get to a place where you're just sort of like, yeah, well, I, yeah, I'm into, I'm into weird stuff, man. What do you want to do? <laughs> it, it, it's like that that can't be as devastating as it would be if you were like really ashamed of it. Yeah. And you're like, I'm not going to talk to that person again. Or like, I can't believe this. Right. Or, yeah, exactly. Make it a, like, a big deal. You got to casual it. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> okay. Well, now I have to know. How did they find out? Well, it's it was two different incidents with like two separate groups of friends there was one incident <laughs> jesus this one's this is going to be a lot so i don't 100 percent know who told them because it was like a group of friends slash co-workers and i was dating one person in the group and, and we dated for a while and i kind of like introduced it and things went things went great but then we broke up and the breakup was not good wasn't a really good breakup. I actually ended up kind of casually seeing someone else in our work group. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, things had gone so well before, like the the previous like two or three relationships that I introduced it, I was definitely like gassed up on false courage. And so I introduced it with this person I was seeing casually like way too quickly. Okay. <laughs> like, like the fourth fourth or fifth time, you know, we had been like together, I, you know, it was just like, this has never gone bad before. So why would it go now? And that was definitely one of those instances where, you know, we had a lot of fun that night. And then the next morning it was just like, let's not talk about this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so somewhere in there, I basically found out that like someone told someone and then, you know, the whole thing like spreads like wildfire. And then people are definitely like very respectful about it. They're sort of like, yeah, I hear he's into like some kind of weird shit. You know what I mean? Like, like I've never like outright had like a conversation with any of my friends about it, but you know, they know have been, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like little things where I'm like, Oh shit. I think they know like one of, one of those two definitely let that rumor spread around. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I had another group of friends who long story short, they basically just like found a stash of like diapers in my closet that me and my girlfriend had kept there. And, uh, he had asked me about it and I was like, like I said, I was just kind of like, I don't know, man, do you really want to know? And uh, he was like, yeah, you know what? I actually don't. And I was like, all right, cool. There I think we go. you can draw some conclusions from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love your response, though. It's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> you casual it. You're the master of casualing it. Well, so to me, that's the only way to do it. Uh, it's just like, yeah, man, do you want to have this conversation? And, you know, he thinks about it and it's like, yeah, you know what? I don't. Everyone... You, uh, <laughs> You do you. Everyone's got their thing, you know? And I mean, they're your friends. I mean, they can yeah. give you shit about it, but it's not like they're telling you that they don't want to be your friend anymore because of this, you know? No, not at all. That would be ridiculous. And it's like anyone who feels that way, like you don't want them as a friend in the first place. You really don't. And I've, yeah. through this podcast and through, you know, my social media and stuff, people in my life have 100% found out and put the pieces together. <laughs> and I've learned like some detectives out there. Oh yeah, especially those girls. You know, they'll yeah, they fucking FBI just like figuring shit out. But people, for the most part, don't really care. <laughs> they don't like they're sure yeah. if they know you as a person and they're your friend. Like they'll be like they'll definitely like tell you like that. Okay, that's a little weird, but you do you. You know, because I mean, it's like <laughs> if you if you just look at it statistically, like. There's something that they're into. You know what I mean? It's like, it's probably not as out there as what we're into, but everyone definitely has things that they're into that would be considered, you know, deviant by someone else. At least I hope so. Otherwise, I feel like it'd be so boring. (laughs) Yeah. You know, people, I've gotten that question. Like, I guess I've read that question online where people are like, oh, you know, do you, do you wish that you didn't like have this kink or, or, or like this part of your sexuality? And I think maybe there was a time where I would have said yes, but I think now it's like, I, I kind of honestly feel sorry for the types of people who don't have any kind of like, you know, any fetish in their life or any kind of like kinky part of their sexuality. So you're just like, God, that's gotta be boring, huh? It brings so much pleasure, you know, like I get yeah, that it's hard it's, to get past the acceptance, but it's so fun, you know? It is. It's yeah, that's exactly it. It just makes things so much more fun. And then, you know, in particular for like my brand of the fetish or the kinkiness like it's it's really nice to have like a little secret you know with you and your partner kind of yeah. really like i think it can make you like really close and that's a, that's actually one of the things that i touch on when i kind of like 
come out or, or disclose or whatever is it's like it, you know there's definitely like it, it, it's the majority of it is like a sexual thing but you know there's a lot of it that, that i think is more like relationship based it's like it's a sign it's a symbol of like how much we trust each other like i trust you enough to like share this secret with you and then you trust me enough to explore like a strange sexual fetish with me and i, I think something like that really does like strengthen a, a good relationship it's so intimate exactly yeah exactly it's extremely intimate and that's that's the part that like of the kink that I really enjoy too is like when I'm out in public with my boy, it's like he's wearing under his clothes. No one knows but me. Like it's hot. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Same yeah, same thing in reverse for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you guys have a little like secret together that no one knows about. It's special. I know it's su- super silly, but it's also really special. I love it. Sure. Yeah. All right. Well John, it was so nice talking to you. I had so much fun and I loved all the points you made. It's so relatable and just thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. Yeah, it was great. It was great talking to you as well. And you know, like I like I told you when I first got on the phone, I the other reason that I reached out to you is I really, really appreciate what you're doing with this podcast. And I, I think it's super important for people to hear these conversations and to, to kind of help normalize what they maybe think is an extremely unnormal and like not okay thing. And, and I think you you really are doing a really, really important thing with this podcast. That means so much to me honestly and um it's all thanks to you too like people like you coming on the show and just making it seem like not such a big deal like we're just regular people just, just gotta, having a conversation you about just diapers. Laugh at yourself. <laughs> yeah just that's that's not just with faint fetish stuff but like just life just be able to laugh at yourself i love it thank you so much again and i'll be in contact with you, you soon all right Bye, alrighty John. talk to you bye bye